0: I have this concept called, because I can, means I don't have to. Now you may be wondering what this means, and I'm going to break this down in a lot more detail in a second, but it's ultimately a concept that holds a lot of people back and creates big problems in their lives and areas of their life that are often really important to them. So if you want to know what this is and how it can affect you and how you can overcome it, keep watching up. So this concept I'm talking about is is because I can means I don't have to. And I thought I'd tell you a bit of a story about my fitness career to kind of break this down in a little bit more detail. So when I first started teaching fitness, I was always known for a couple of things. I was known as the really fit guy who was heaps of fun and a really good communicator. And in the fitness world, communicator means that you're really good at kind of connecting with the people in your classes. So you're good with people, I was good at having fun and I was extremely fit. Now with those three base foundations under my fitness instructing I was able to go really far in my career and actually I was pretty much able to get to the highest level in my career just based on being really great at those three things. And for the earliest part of my career I I just made those three things my mainstay of everything that I did. But if you had asked other instructors at my gym at that time where are Bevan's weaknesses? They would have had some really obvious answers around those weaknesses. So for example, his detail around choreography would have been one of the things that they would have identified he would have said oh Bevan always makes mistakes but Bevan get away with it because he's got these three foundations he's really fit, he's a good communicator and he's fun and this is where this concept comes into place because I was really good at those three things and I was able to get to pretty much the, the, the dream that I hoped to achieve in my career it meant that I didn't feel I had to do the work in some of the other areas which actually would have made me a better instructor here's another really good example of people who are extremely fit exercises there's a lot of people who are extreme exercises they love exercising a lot, they don't even have to be that extreme they just exercise a lot in their life and because they can be really good at exercise they can think that they can get away with having bad nutrition habits like it's really interesting if you look at the the nutrition habits of a lot of exercises they're often not that good. And because in their mind they think, well because I can exercise, I don't have to focus so much on my nutrition. Now the thing about this theory is, is it's kind of true. Like if we think back to my example, I was able to get to my highest level in my career, while having those base foundations in place and maybe not putting any attention into those other areas. And when we think about those fit people who, who kind of do a lot of exercise and maybe don't have the greatest nutritional habits, that ultimately they don't really get in a bad place around their, let's just say, their weight. So in some ways you can get away with being great at something and neglect other areas. But to me there's a big limiter around this because ultimately what it means is you're not developing yourself in areas that ultimately are good for your long-term development. And after being that instructor for around about five or six years who was just nailing those three things really well, I kind of said actually, I'm gonna be honest, it probably took me 10 years to get to this place. I got to a place where I was like, no actually I want to be the complete instructor. Like I want to be the instructor who does every component of my career to be a master of my game ultimately that's what I wanted to be, I didn't want to be a great instructor who achieves big things, I want to be someone who's evolving to being a master of my game and at that time I realized that the areas that I'd neglected because I didn't need to work on them where I wanted to put my attention and through putting my attention on those areas I've developed myself in so many ways as an instructor that I would have never done if I just focused on those three areas and what's really interesting I've learned so much more about being a great fitness professional by refining the areas where I neglected because I felt I didn't have to work on them it's really interesting, if you watch a lot of athletes, so you see athletes, you know, like professional athletes, and when they finish their professional athlete's athletic career, sometimes they put a lot of weight on. And you can understand why this happens, because they go from a high level of exercise world, where they can get away with having bad nutrition habits, then they remove that exercise component to the level they used to, but their habits are bad, so they don't actually know how to manage a healthy eating routine in their life now this is a really interesting concept this concept of because i'm good at this i don't have to do this now i want you to think about you right now so think about you and your life what's an area of your life where you're really strong at something and if you think of all the components of those areas you might have two or three components which make you successful but also make you turn a blind eye to the areas where maybe you're letting yourself off the hook because you don't necessarily need to do that work. Now to me, there's two, two reasons we want to kind of put a bit of attention onto those areas. First of all, if you want to become a master in an area, you kind of have to become good at all components of an area. So the evolution of mastery is one of the reasons why. And the second reason why this is really important is, what happens if you have to make adjustments to the areas you're strong in? Like for example, I can't be the fittest guy in the fitness industry forever. And not saying I was the fittest guy in the fitness industry, but I can't be the fittest guy in front of people because age is going to get to me. So if I hadn't have developed my other skills, sure I'm still fit and I'm still a fitness role model, but that thing is dropping away. And if I hadn't developed those other skills, would I be losing my ability to teach a great fitness class? And this is the thing, a bit like the athlete who loses the amount of exercise they're doing each week. If I have to lose the component I'm in in the long term, where am I going to be in this area in the long term? So, what I want you to do, is I want you to do an assessment. First of all, what are the areas where maybe you go, because I'm good at this, I don't have to do that. And do an assessment of the things that you're not doing. And then ultimately what you want to do is, you want to spend some time putting your focus, your energy, and a bit of a growth pathway in front of you, so you're actually developing that side of yourself. When I think about myself, I actually think, even though I still have my core strengths in place, the fitness, the fun, and the connection, I'm a 10 times better instructor than what I was 10 years ago because I've developed all the other skills that I previously had neglected. And I'll be honest, I love the place I am as an instructor because I've done this work. So, reflect upon yourself, identify those areas, and maybe it's time for you to put some energy into those areas yourself.